Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. Thank you for being here. My name is Andy Johnson. I'm your host, uh, and I'm here with Dan Peisner, my co-host. How are you doing, Dan? Doing well, Andy. Dan, I need to get a little closer so I can match your your uh, profile there. Because you're close, I'm far away. Anyway, uh, Dan, this podcast, as you know, is for e-com businesses, e-commerce businesses, and their tax advisors. Just trying to keep everybody up to date with all of the changes in the sales tax laws. And uh, one of the things that people always tell us is that's one of their greatest frustrations is keeping up with the changes that happen. And this week's episode is really along those lines because in our environment today, uh, things are changing on a daily basis and major changes. And today I thought it would be good for us to address the issue of whether Amazon or eBay or what have you, Etsy, uh, Walmart, whether they should be collecting tax on behalf of e-commerce sellers and remitting it, filing the returns, collecting the tax. One of the big frictions of doing uh, e-commerce business, whether you're an Amazon FBA seller or, or what have you, is that even as a small seller, you potentially have to, uh, Amazon will collect the tax for you just easy as can be, but then they end up sending that money to you. And then it's up to you to try to get it on the forms every month and remit it to the proper states. And that's a huge friction, the work itself plus the cost of doing it. And a lot of people have kind of stepped back and say, man, Amazon should be just doing this for us. I mean, they already perform this function for themselves. They're charging us to collect the tax. Why can't Amazon just do this? So there have been some states that agree. There is a compelling argument for it. Uh, Amazon uh, could be seen as the seller of record and, and seems like there's a decent argument. I would agree that some of these companies maybe should be collecting the tax and remitting it. And maybe ultimately someday that will be the case, at least in some states. So Dan, why don't you um, take over here and just um, talk about what states have already done this, what's the the good news, the bad news, uh, all that sort of stuff. And I will pepper you with questions as we go. Certainly, Andy. Uh First off, I, I just wanted to uh, kind of set the ground, uh, kind of set the, the ground condition here. Uh, Amazon, uh, by contract with all their sellers, will uh, puts it on the uh, unless they say otherwise, puts it on the seller to they they turn the tax that's collected to the seller and explicitly put it on the seller to uh, remit that tax and. Believe it or not, a lot of state officials know about that contract. And when you try to tell them that, that Amazon, uh, in some cases, we've, we've had uh, state officials, when, when, somebody, when uh, they claim that it's Amazon's responsibility, will point out the exact page of that contract. Uh, it, it's, uh, su- it's surprising to the extent to which some of them know that. Uh, so with that being said, there are a number of states out there that have come up with a novel concept of, by law, requiring Amazon to uh, both collect and remit on the behalf of all of their third-party sellers, all applicable sales and use taxes. The 
three states that have implemented this and with which Amazon has explicitly uh, has not taken them to court or, or fought in any way that we can determine, or I guess it should say that it's been finally determined that they must comply, uh, that would be as of January 1st of this year, Washington, as of April 1st of this year, Pennsylvania, and as of uh, July 1st of this year, Oklahoma. And uh, one of the things our, our clients have, have said, and in fact, one was just told me this recently, uh, as you mentioned, Andy, they wish that Amazon would just do this in every state. Uh, and it's, it's pretty well determined that I, I think at least you're not going to see this happen in every state until the law makes it very clear whose responsibility it is. It's, Amazon does not want to take on the risk and the liability of, of that collection and the ensuing massive audit headache uh, unless the, they're requ absolutely required to and in a lot of cases, they can get certain, they have certain language they like to see put into the laws and dignifying them if the seller sets something up wrong, et cetera. Um, but even the, as, as I think we're going to see here, even the, the states that do pass this and, and give the sellers what they're looking for, sometimes you have to, you got to be careful uh, what you wish for because it, when you get it, you might not want it. And uh, all these three states have come up with three very different interpretations of how they want these, uh, how they want sellers to handle their sales tax. Uh, the first is Washington. As of January 1st, Washington uh, began to get the tax from Amazon and other marketplace quote unquote facilitators. And while this may be, this, this effectively can absolve Amazon sellers of having to collect and remit sales tax on their Amazon sales. Now that's, that's uh, to unpack that a little bit for one, any Amazon seller that sells through multiple channels will still have to collect and file on their own, the sales tax for those, those other channels. Amazon is not going to go collect for their Shopify card and their Walmart and, and everything else. Uh, secondly, they have uh, Washington does still require that you register and file a sales tax return for, and if you do not do so, they now get a very specific information report every month that says exactly who those taxes are collected on behalf of. And finally, you may still owe tax each reporting period because Washington also has a business and occupation tax. Uh, colloquially known as the B&O. And it's, a, it's on the seller, not the buyer, so Amazon cannot collect and remit it on your behalf. And it is, the seller is still required to file it. So you still have to correctly prepare a, a combined excise tax return for Washington. You take a credit against the sales tax that's due for the facilitator tax that was collected, and Amazon will give you this amount each month or each quarter, each period. And then you have to pay the, the B&O, if any is due, and file that return timely. And if you don't, you, the state gets a roadmap to exactly who you are because of that data feed from Amazon. So that can, it's, while Washington was excellent at finding people before, it's, it's uh, even easier now. So I was going to say, Dan, that uh, the... Uh, 
the state of Washington for the for the very small FBA seller would seem to be the right model. You know, if all you do is sell through Amazon, then Amazon collects the sales tax in Washington for you and sends it in, except Washington has the B&O tax. And according to Washington, you still have to be registered in Washington and filing in Washington. So is anybody, any, any demographic better off in Washington now than before when you had to collect tax in Washington? I would say, I don't think, I mean, if you're a really small seller, they may not get to you. Uh, They're still kind of rolling out this, this new program. But when I've, when I've talked to them on behalf of, of clients before, they were able to tell me exactly whose, whose Amazon records were showing that they were, that tax was being remitted for them. So they definitely have, are monitoring and they definitely have the data. So even the, and, and the thing is because of a certain small seller exemptions, the smallest FBA sellers may not even owe any tax, but you still have to file the return. You still have to get the numbers, file the return. Uh, and, and what I would recommend for my small sellers in, in this situation is that uh, essentially that the small seller go in and uh, if, if you have to register, get the, uh, if your, your sales are going to be small enough, get the shortest interval return possible or the, the longest interval return possible, quarterly, annual, call somebody, explain the situation. That way you still have to file, but you, you put a, you put it on your calendar to do it once a year and then you don't have to mess with it again. So it's, it's the most mire of nuisances at that point. Okay. So kind of um, be careful what you ask for, as, like, as you mentioned at the beginning. Um, let's, let's talk about some of the other states you've mentioned. Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania, their position uh, that, that they passed theirs in April, and they do not have a BNO. So it's just the sales and use tax return. So in theory, if all of your sales are, are through Amazon, you should not, in theory, there's nothing to report. Pennsylvania has taken the position that you still need to file a return and report all of your, your gross sales. And then for taxable sales, you would just put zero. You would owe no tax and have to file the return. Uh, they, they generally tend to run quarterly. So they're not as quite as bad as some of the other states. Now, where Originally, a lot of clients, a lot of our clients said, you know what, I'm, I owe my sales with through Amazon, state's getting the money, we're not going to file. What's happened recently is the Pennsylvania has what's known as a, and we've talked about this before, a notice and reporting law. Uh, it would essentially, they're the laws that the state passed back when Quill was still considered standing law, so to speak standing precedent with the court that said, if you do not collect sales tax, that you have to file the, send out these notices with each sale and file a report uh, at the end, uh, after, after the end of the year, states who, who you sold to in the state and how much you, you sold to them uh, for all the sales over $10,000 or for all of the, once your gross sales in the state exceeded 10,000, my apologies. Uh, what Pennsylvania has now started to do and we started to see is for all the people that are not filing, they're starting to send a notice out that says, hey, we see that you're, that you're selling. 
maybe you didn't know about this new law, you either need to start reporting sales, register for and start filing sales tax, or you need to do notice and reporting. And the catch is if you don't respond, they will have deemed you to elect notice and reporting and the penalties for non-compliance with that are pretty stout. Uh, it, usually they're in the neighbor, they have minimums of, of 10 to $20,000. Now I believe Pennsylvania may even be $20,000. So it seems perfectly evident to me that states really do not care about taxpayers and their reporting requirements, especially out-of-state businesses. So you take Pennsylvania and Washington. Who can complain to them that has any leverage whatsoever? Because in-state businesses already file those returns, regardless of Amazon collecting or not. So they, they don't have any new requirements. But out-of-state firms, there's two things. States do not care about filing requirements, especially for out-of-state businesses. And two, they just want their money however they can get it. And so Amazon, excuse me, Pennsylvania, Washington, they want Amazon to collect and remit. That's the surest way that they will get their money. And, and yeah, sure, you still have to file. We don't care if you have to file. And if you don't, we'll penalize you. So two, I can't think of it any other way. Why would Pennsylvania do this? And why does Washington force this issue? Uh, it's just... Uh, a terrible consequence of just allowing state governments to do whatever they want. Now, tell us about the other state. Well, the, the third state and the most recent is Oklahoma. And the position, uh, when, when this first came out, we, we sent a, a written request into, or we, we called into Oklahoma, and we were trying to get some information on the program, since every state really has a different spin on this. And they, they said they'd have to get back to us because it was new to them too. And they went and did their internal discussions with the people in the know. And they came back and the position that we've been told for Oklahoma so far is that if all of your sale, if your only sales are Amazon sales, you do not have a reporting requirement. Uh, if you, you, you don't, and if you do have multiple channels, according to them, you don't even need to report the Amazon sales. So for their perspective, Amazon's already taking care of it. So Oklahoma seems to be more towards kind of what the, the sellers were idealizing, and that's that it's, it's completely off of their plate. Yeah, so there's uh, the first state of the first three that actually makes it easier for taxpayers to, to comply. And, uh, you know, the state's still getting their money, and they're not putting an extra burden on these FBA sellers. So that's only one third of the states. Uh, I don't know if, if states continue to make it so onerous, even though they're getting their money, I could see potentially where Congress could get involved, but that's, that's really a, a, a long way from reality. So Dan, any other comments you'd like to make about this whole idea of, States having marketplaces file or collect tax themselves and file returns and remit the taxes on behalf of e-commerce sellers. Just as as we said, be careful what you wish for. Uh, the MTC we know was holding a uh, a meeting 
I believe it was late last month, uh, to discuss the marketplace facilitator laws uh, because they are starting to grow and issue, kind of come up with kind of a skeleton structure of what they think they should look like, a model, kind of a, a model for it, what kind of protections to put in for the facilitators, how to do some of the reporting maybe, but that's, uh, so there, there are some other states that we think are going to jump on this. We do know uh, Minnesota has a law that should be going into effect in, I believe it's October for facilitators. However, there is a big opt-out where instead of collecting on behalf of uh, marketplace sellers, they can opt to require registration by a marketplace seller before, uh, they, have, before they allow them to sell on that platform. Uh, and if they do that, if they put that requirement in, then they can effectively get out of having to collect on behalf of everybody from Minnesota. Uh, Amazon has not yet said what they're going to do in Minnesota that we're aware of, uh, as of this, as of, uh, this, this, uh, podcast, we checked and there is in fact, uh, only the three states I mentioned listed under the facilitator for Amazon seller central. So they have yet, not yet agreed to do it. And we know Connecticut is coming online in around December and uh, Alabama in March. So there's, there's certainly, uh, so a lot of the states are moving forward on their own to require Amazon to just collect the tax. But as we mentioned, that's, that gives them a, that gives all of these states a, a roadmap that exactly who is selling into their state and how much they're selling. And I, one part that I think nobody has thought about yet is eventually the states are going to turn to the uh, the lesser liked income tax compliance. And there again, they're going to have a roadmap to everybody and that's made sales. The dollar value of those sales into the state, courtesy of, of Amazon and other facilitators, and they're going to be able to look at a threshold and say, why hasn't this, uh, why haven't this person filed a, a, an income tax return? We know there's a facility. We know they've got nexus for income tax purposes. Why haven't they filed? And that's, that's a quick way to get a nexus questionnaire and a, uh, and, and a, a responsibility for at least that year's return, if not further back returns. So sometimes, again, uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, I think e-commerce sellers are just wishing for some reasonably easy solution to sales tax and maybe have resigned themselves to the fact that they have to charge it. But since we're just volunteering to send money to states, why do they make it so difficult? And that is a great question. <laughs> Uh, I, I know, you know, they have all these laws in place and uh, they have to consider all other companies, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I just t chalk it up to no incentive to uh, try to please out-of-state businesses, just none. Uh, they just want your money and they don't care how painful it is for you to get it to them. So with that, Dan, I think we better end this episode. Thank you very much for your contribution. Thank you for staying on top of those issues. Uh, for those of you who are in the e-commerce business and look for uh, someone to handle your state taxes, then you would be in great hands uh, working with Dan. So, Dan, thanks again, and we'll see you next week. My pleasure, Andy.